Should you pay the market premium for closers in 2022 drafts? Well, I gave the argument that you should, but there are counterpoints and arguments that you shouldn't. Ruvain gives his rebuttal next on Beat the Shift. Welcome to another episode of the Beat the Shift podcast presented by Fangraphs. I am your host for today, Reuven Guy. Today, we have a special midweek solo podcast. During the course of this coming season, both me and Ariel will be coming out with a few midweek episodes that will touch on certain topics that both Ariel and I feel the need to make point counterpoints on. My typical mini-podcast will normally be discussing injuries, but due to the lockout and lack of injury news, I decided to give a counterpoint on Ariel's discussion on the closer market this year, as we don't exactly see eye-to-eye on this topic. If you are following the current ADP and drafting of closers this year, you will notice how early closers are going. The top ones are going in the second round and the third round as opposed to other years that they have gone in the fourth, fifth, sixth, and even seventh rounds. As Ariel pointed out, there is a small supply of what we call safe closers, closers with jobs and dependable closers. This small supply of this group of closers, coupled with the high demand of closers and the shrinking market due to bullpens by committees, the price of closers has been pushed up. Ariel advocated for taking one safe closer at this high of a level, at the third or second round. When I heard this, I called him up and said he was crazy and started to debate with him about this idea taking at least one safe closer as early as a second or third round. Typically, when Ariel and I draft together, we do go after a top closer. I am not against that idea. I am against the idea of having to pay the price we have to pay this year. I understand that the relative price of closers is up, and that is the relative to the market. But is this the smartest way to use your draft capital? I don't think so, and I have a few reasons as to why. When I make these points, I will be discussing a typical 5x5 mixed 15-team Roto League and snake draft style not auction. The auction prices for closers have not really been set yet. Typical first-round value of players in a draft is $34. Second round is $26. Third round, around $23. Fourth round, $20. Fifth round, around $18. Taking a closer in the second or third rounds means you believe that the closer will be worth between $23 and $26. According to ATC, last year, the top closer, Liam Hendricks, made about $20, and the next two closers, Rossiel Iglesias and Josh Hader, made $15. Last year, only 10 relief pitchers actually made more than $10, and two of them, Garrett Whitlock and Ranger Suarez, were both used in closer rules for only part of the time. In 2019, the top closer, Josh Hader, made $18, and both Liam Hendricks and Kirby Yates made $16. This could be a loss, quote-unquote loss, of up to $10 in their current drafting slot if you pick a closer instead of another player, even if they worked out. Which is another thing, and brings me to my next point. When drafting a safe closer, we are hoping for a relief pitcher that will give us 30-plus saves with a good ERA, good whip, and a good K rate. 
let me give you some historical perspective. In 2021, 10 closers had 29 or more saves. Of these 10 closers, five of them were drafted as part of the top 10 closers taken in the 2021 draft season. In 2019, of the top 10 closers taken in that draft, six of them finished with 30 or more saves. In 2018, of the top 10 closers taken, only four of them ended up with 30 or more saves. In 2017, six of the top 10 closers taken that year ended with 30 or more saves. According to the current ADP, 11 closers are going through the first six rounds of the draft. Based on the history of the last four full seasons, you have about a 55% chance that that closure you take will end up with 30 or more saves. This means that, the point that Ariel made about not wanting to search the waiver wire for more than one closer, has a 45% chance of you needing to take a second closer on the waiver wire anyway. And speaking of the current ADP, the top six closers are gone by the end of round four. Players taken after these closers are already taken include Wanda Franco, JT Realmuto, Paul Goldschmidt, Randy Rosarina, Pete Alonzo, Max Fried, Kevin Gaussman, Lance Lynn. You have your choice of hitters, and still there are starting pitchers as well. And speaking of starting pitchers, starting pitchers will give you the bulk of your ERA, whip, Ks, and wins for the season. In a full season, who will give your team a better chance to compete for your league title? A player who could help you in four pitching categories, or a pitcher that can help you in one and maybe two other categories? How are we passing up on that value is so tough to understand. It is a lot harder to get a second through sixth round type starter off of the waiver wire than it is to get a closer replacement off of the waiver wire. Picking up a starter off the waiver wire could hurt your ERA and whip a lot more than picking up a prospective closer off of the waiver wire. I think I understand why this is happening. It's very simple. Teams are using analytics and going closer by committee with less quote-unquote safe closers. Last year, 39 pitchers had 10 or more saves, and 189 pitchers had at least one save. Hoping to get a safe closer is as simple as trying to get speed during the early portion of the draft, just like the past couple of years. Speed guys like Billy Hamilton and Adalberto Mondesi have been taken in high in drafts because we need stolen bases, but never this high. With the lockout, we have heard very little information coming from teams as to who will close. Also, there are many relief pitchers that still remain free agents. If we had more knowledge of who will be named closer and which teams will be stick to closer by committee, I think the ADP of the quote-unquote save closers would drop because there will be more save closers to choose from later in the draft. That being said, myself and Ariel have usually taken a top closer in the past. Let's say fifth or sixth round based on their value, their absolute price. I think this year we will also take a top closer based on their value, but I think a combination of both their absolute value and relative value. That way, we will still get the right bang for our buck in the early rounds and not miss out on the safe closers. But I cannot see myself taking a closer in round two or three 
in the same way that I can't see myself taking Salvador Perez in the third round. I believe there is too much draft value being skipped over for a player that is mainly on your team for saves. I believe their prices are inflated due to a nervous market and this inflammation could come crashing down right after the lockout is settled and we have more knowledge as to how teams will set up their bullpens. Thanks for joining me on the Beat the Chef podcast. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Beat the Shift podcast presented by Fangress. Follow us on Twitter at beat underscore shift underscore pod.